0: Welcome to Rising Tide Startups, where today's most exciting startup founders share their stories and strategies. They also deliver tangible lessons learned along the way that you can apply to your
1: own startup. Each episode is a true masterclass. Make sure you take notes. Take it away, Kevin. Okay. this is Kevin Pruitt with another, with an encore episode of Rising Tide Startups. One of my favorites, Kirk Penn. Kirk, thanks for joining us on Rising Tide. Thanks very
0: much, Kevin. It's an absolute pleasure. And, uh, you know, I just love the work that you do, and it's an it's an absolute uh, pleasure for me to be part of it. So, thank you once again.
1: Well, mate, I, well, I appreciate uh, jumping on from all the way down under, and and uh, he was one of my uh, one of my favorites. I, I had a had a period of time there that I was really focusing on Australian uh, and and New Zealand as well, but primarily Australian founders and. And, uh, you know, we touched base and actually we ended up circling back and and having a a few follow-up chats after that as well, just trying to make some good connections as as the whole ethos behind Rising Tide startups is, you know, how do we help all boats rise in a rising tide? But Kirk, it's been two years, uh, two years and a month, I think, since you were on Rising Tide. So a lot has happened in that period of time, but for the new listeners that, uh, that didn't get a chance to hear the first episode, I encourage them to go back and listen to that, but uh, I think it was around August 1st, 2020, but Kirk, just share a little bit about yourself for our audience.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Look, uh, so yeah, two years, it's been a long time, Kevin. <laughs> just amazing how, how quickly things have gone. Um, so essentially uh, I run a, a professional services business in the IT uh, industry. And um, so I've always been involved in process, um, always just had, a, had, a, had a, a really keen interest on actually um, formalising things, um, understanding you know, how we can do things better, looking for opportunities to optimise. And uh, so on that journey, um, you know, probably um, 20, 15, 20 years ago now, I came across a, um, a way or a, a global method of being able to run your IT better. And uh, it was built out of the uh, UK Office of Government, it's called ITIL. Uh, and, you know, I started on that journey to understand, you know, what is this methodology, this framework, this set of practices, and uh, as soon as I started to, you know, get into it, <laughs> after that I was, I was hooked, and I was really pretty much running around telling everybody about it and saying, hey, look, this is a better way of working, you know, why isn't every organization doing this, and uh, it's really grown from there, so I started out as a, as a consultant, um, obviously just by myself and got involved in a, a lot of uh, a number of large and sort of major programs um, where there was quite a lot at stake uh, in terms of being able to turn improvements around. Uh, from there, I just went on and I continued to get phone calls and phone calls and people asking me, can you come and help here and here. So we got to a point uh, where we needed to scale out the business and bring on some of the other uh, some other consultants and associates that um, have the skills that, that I have. To be able to service these customers in a, um, in, a in a consistent way, so you know, we had a great journey. Um, you know, it's really sort of started by me, and then you know, organically we've grown. Uh, we've now, thirteen consultants, um, you know, looking after just under our 10, 10 um, uh, clients. We're working with at the moment, uh, but I think yeah, key for us is that you know we 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 want to be able to be a, a boutique offer specific services to them and uh, on a consistent basis. So it's been a fun journey so far.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I have this idea. I have this, this mental picture in my mind It's like ISO 9000 meets business process or something like that. So it's, so for, for the lay people, including myself on the call kind of break down exactly like, you know, just really quickly, just summarize the business process or, or what you're solving for.
0: Sure, sure. And and you're absolutely right. It is very similar to ISO. Um, however, I think good context would be, um, if you're thinking about an organisation, perhaps uh, 5000 plus uh, employees, they obviously have an internal IT department, mm-hmm. they have an internal service desk, um, they're obviously making changes to their, to their live environment often. Um, it's those processes that sit in behind those. So the way in which you structure your service desk, the way in which we want to you know, enable more modern ways of working um you know when they're making change to their environment we want to make sure that that's controlled so that's where those practices kind of come in and, and sit underneath that to make sure that um you know there's a structure in behind it um <clears throat> we also work with uh, with other uh, service providers as well to to ensure that they've got their what we call their house in order mm-hmm. um so that when they are providing their services um, they can demonstrate that they've got a consistent way of being able to, you know, support their customer as well. So, um,
1: kind of a two pronged attack there. Is, is that more of a white labeled service, or is that actually you're servicing the service providers type thing?
0: Yeah, it's it's a good question. So, yeah, we have two primary services that we that we offer. We have uh, what we call our, our transformation foundations, which is when we come into an organization and we do three things. We do. Um, an assessment, so we we give them an understanding of where they're at in terms of their maturity, we then go through a review, which is aligning that back to, um, to to their goals and their objectives, and then finally the align part, which is we put a plan together for them to to achieve those so that's our transformation foundations offering and then our second offering is called our service in and that is um, primarily designed for organizations that have large programs or service providers or a whole series of service providers, and they are looking to um, have a consistent and a pragmatic way of of being able to deliver programs um, and bring them into their to their business as usual um, operations as well. So uh, that's our two kind of fundamental services that we offer, and then on top of that, we offer our, back to your point, uh, our premium consulting services, which is really some bespoke uh, kind of whitelisting um, arrangements where customers have specific needs and, and we and we meet that
1: right those are the ones that are harder to harder to price they, uh, they, they are <laughs> harder to price.
0: they're also fun as well you know we we often take a lot of good learning um you know we have customers that are you know challenging um you know really challenging the way in which things should be operating and um it's it's a it's a real pleasure to be involved in some of those and they are cutting edge and really um you know world-class programs so
1: well, it's, uh, you know, this show is really all about like founders, their founders journey, lessons learned, how you can pass those on kind of, you know, pay it forward to kind of the next gen of of founders that, you know, those that are still sitting in the cubicles that are still thinking about something or they're working, they're very like entrepreneurial in companies and before they become entrepreneurial on their own. So um, I, I'm i really curious to to, let's go back to kind of August, 2020. I mean, we were we are still fairly early in the, in the whole COVID space. And, you know, you mentioned uh, just a minute ago, I think you said you had 13 consultants you're working with like 10 clients. I mean, obviously your clients are, are sizable. I mean, you're you're not working with a mom and pop, you know, brick and mortar shop here. So um, how does, how did you see COVID impact that and how did you kind of weather that as kind of the leader of the, of the organization?
0: Yeah, sure. And it was, uh, you know, it happened to everybody, so uh, I wasn't unique on this journey, Um, but it closed in on everybody, you know, Um, we were working with, I remember one uh, customer in particular, global um, utilities company, and fortunately I I was working quite closely with them and they were closing parts of their their global operations and and regions at a time until it came to, you know, our region, uh, sort of the back end of February, early March. Um, so yeah, look, I think the first bit was really about, you know, no one could really tell us what the outcome was going to be. Uh, yeah. and I think that was probably the first part was just, you know, um, here's the time to step up, <laughs> mm. you know, here's the time to just kind of hold for a minute and, um, <clears throat> you know, be brave through that period where you just don't have the answers. So communication with, with our team was, was fundamental. Um, everybody. Both inst-
1: internal and external. Exactly. I mean, uh, you you're still leading your team, but you're also, you know, kind of relating to your client base too. So yeah, I, I, it's just the difficulty.
0: Absolutely, and I think um, you know we 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 have a, a, every single one of our consultants has been handpicked, so we have a a very close relationship with each one of them on a personal note as well. So to me, the actual personal part was was probably more important at that time. So is your family safe? You know, um, have you got yourself into a position where um you know you can continue to work but you know your, your primary focus needs to be on ensuring that you know your yeah. safety and your 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 family so um so that was first and then uh obviously second it was about you know, working with our customers to say well um what what is this new working rhythm going to look like um and there was just this whole explosion about you know working from home and and organizations that had had aspirations of um you know working uh remotely Uh, had to make it happen really quickly so in some ways we were actually part of that you know we we were seen as a uh, an enabler to some of those organizations Mm -hmm. to really get get some of that stuff done so um so it was yeah that was pretty much what what we did Uh, we we stayed close with each other uh we communicated um but fundamentally it was it was a very personal thing as well for Mm. everybody
1: well, there's no doubt. I mean, Australia experienced, you know, kind of uh, as severe a lockdown as maybe anywhere in the country, in the world. I mean, it was just, yeah. it was, it was really, um, you know, dramatic, not, you know, can't leave the country. I mean, even, even traveling to New Zealand back and forth. I mean, it was just, they just virtually shut down overnight. Um, yeah. But so let, let's go back just a second and, and lay the groundwork a little bit more on, on the, like the consultant side, you know, so each one of these have been handpicked. Are we are we talking about? Are they consultants? Are they IT professionals? Are they business analysts? Are they all the above? I mean, who who do you look for when you handpick? You know, the the ones that work in your organization. Sure. Um,
0: so, so obviously they they need to have some type of uh, certification in IT service management, which is um, you know our our domain uh, of expertise. But uh, essentially are looking uh, really our consultants have a good mix of of real life experience mm-hmm. So, um, either been in those operations sort of come through. Have a good understanding of um, of the typical challenges that that we're facing uh, that our customers are facing, um, but also have uh, the ability to be able to think a little bit differently, you know, think creatively around solving some of those issues. So I think um, the, the the ideal candidate for us really is um, someone who thinks a little bit differently. It's got that um, you know the formal academic certification. Uh, it's got the experience, um, but f- but really we we really hire for attitude and mm. uh, and we share culture I mean, absolutely. And so it's um, they, they must be a really good fit. And I'm I'm really quite comfortable with that. You know we we have a very open conversation with that customer where we start to bring consultants in and, and let them sort of work together and, and understand whether that that's going to work really well. Mm. And I try to sort of take a step back from that and allow that to, to, to really, um, you know, organically kind of work together because our customers put a lot of trust in us Yeah, and they want to be able to, um, you know, eyeball somebody and and know that, um, that, that they're speaking, um, you know, authentically and that there's, there's some thinking in behind it and, uh, so that's really what we look for. I mean, we we have um, some new consultants that are that are reasonably new into the industry, um, really quite passionate about the whole industry, and we get them to work as part of um, you know a bigger team as well, mm-hmm. so that they can continue to gather that experience. But um, I have to say, I've been absolutely blessed with uh, the, the 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 people that we were working with, um, and you know, I'm, I'm just always quite taken back in terms of the amount of work that we can get through and, and just the whole way in which they work. I, I learn a lot from them as well. So it's, uh, so it's very circular.
1: <laughs> well, I think you lead by example. I mean, I, I just, the, the times that we've interacted, I mean, I, I think you, you are very gracious and, and humble and, you know, but have, you know, the, the chops behind that to be able to deliver a service that you do that you're, you're trying to sell you know, for sure. And, and there's, there's a lot on the line for your clients. I mean, of, of that size and magnitude, I mean, it's, it's not just financial, it's time. It's, it's, you know, has the, just the impact in the organization. It's the reputation of those that bring you on board, you yeah. know, so there's a, there's a lot on the line for them as well. And, uh, I mean, I see that you, you take that very seriously and you want to make sure that you're relating well and delivering on the promise, you know, that you, that you give them, but I, uh, What, what, um, I don't want to get into numbers here, but what, what did you see during COVID? Did you see, um, you know, you said your clients were scaling back. Did you see that? I mean, were there, was there a loss of clients? Were there clients that just kind of went on hold? Did you say, you know, hey, we were in a unique spot. We kind of weathered this pretty easily, you know, for, you know, compared to others? I mean, how, what was the, I guess, the direct impact on your, on your business?
0: Sure. Um, look, we 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 were in a pretty good position. Uh, we we had we we weren't taking on anything new right at that time. Mm-hmm. So that actually worked pretty well. Uh, our customers fortunately, were very keen to keep moving forward. yeah, and I think that there was something that was um that, that was great for us. Uh, we we were committed. We wanted to continue to keep working with them as well. We just needed to find a way and a new rhythm and um essentially uh, you know take them up on that trust offering right you know um, to to continue to deliver and i certainly know that the team um, the team pivoted but but was also able to continue to deliver so um figure out had how had to it, use
1: zoom too <laughs> yes You <laughs> had, had to figure out how to use and zoom in a hurry the whole thing
0: yep and and i feel it also that there was a lot of talk for a long time about this whole kind of collaboration and, and remote working and COVID hit and it was just we just needed to hit the
1: road. Yeah, I was Sorry. gonna say, yeah, um, talk's over, it's time for yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, exactly. we're it's binary now. We either we yeah. either quit or we we adapt, you know, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Exactly. Quit or adapt. And
0: so we we didn't we didn't actually when it first hit, I mean everyone was just kind of fine finding their level of where, where, where they were gonna land. Um but surprisingly within, you know, a, a number of weeks, probably six to eight weeks, you know we 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 started to take off again. like mm. there was just renewed um, a, a renewed need for formality, for process, for mm. consistent yeah. ways of being able to do things. And I think a lot of organizations learned that um, well, if we don't have this stuff kind of documented and and a consistent way of operating, you know when we've got a um distributed team, it's even worse. so right. so the need for us was um, you know, it was amplified, which Mm. was, um, which was helpful for us.
1: And I mean, onboarding new clients, I mean, remotely that, that, that it just exacerbates the, the need for having, you know, those processes in place for sure. But so every, you know, every entrepreneur, every CEO, every founder, you know, has stages of growth that they go through and, you know, you can kind of look back and say, you know, I've done this for. 10, 15 years. I mean, i I'm, it's, it's pretty well, I mean, it's somewhat repetitive and I'm kind of figuring some things out here, but uh, man, it was a new world two years ago. And I'm, I'm curious as, as we're, you know, just kind of heading toward the, the, the final stretch of our chat here today, but what are, what are one or two things that, that you think you've done? Like, like how have you adapted as a leader, you know, in the face of COVID in the face of changing life in the, you know, the the changing landscape in the face of, you know, the kind of work from home, you know, hybrid schedules, you know, digital nomad, you know, type landscape. How, how do you think you've changed?
0: Yeah, absolutely. What a great question. And I think, um, there's some real freedom in that I think as well. Mm. So there was a real opportunity for, for everybody just to, you know, reflect for a moment and say, well, you know, what, what we have been doing the way we have been working is not going to cut it you know in this new world so um so there was yeah you know, there's quite a bit of freedom really around being able to just uh, take that opportunity to explore that um so a few things for us certainly from a from an organization perspective was um we, we knew that we actually needed to get our house in order as well um so the way in which we um you know onboarded both um, associates and consultants but also our customers we invested uh, a lot in terms of um, our own internal ways of working and automating a lot of those back-end processes and things like that, so it was, that was super helpful. Um, we also uh, gave us an opportunity to look in on our, on our, on our revenues and, and, our, and our profit, um, because I think one of the key learnings for me as well out of, out of all of this was everybody started to um, really rethink their 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 job (laughs) right and 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 including us and including you know all of our consultants as well so um one of the things that really dawned on me is that you've got a choice now um you know in terms of what what you want to do and if it's not aligned to your you know your um your balance of life and you know your your own internal objectives then you can go do something else yeah and uh and so that was, um, that was really something for me to think about that, you know, we often say, you know, to, to, our, to our consultants as well, what works for you works for us, you know, and, uh, and that's, a, you know, looking, constantly looking for that win-win. Uh, because if it's not win-win, it's, it's only a matter of time until there's some, either some conflict or it's just things are not going to work. So, um, so that, there were a couple of things that really came to me uh, through this whole process.
1: I, I love that phrase you just said, you know, what works for you works for us. Now, obviously, within within boundaries, within you know the, the the scope and and breadth of you know what the what the their job or the company will allow. But um, you're you're exactly right. I mean that is so um, akin to what you were talking about earlier about you know, just culture and how you you know you, you view consultants and how the relationship is so important. And you know that you've heard the term, and I mean it's been all over LinkedIn about quiet quitting you know, where people are just like, they're just kind of heading down They're They're just doing the bare minimum to get by, to keep from getting fired, you know, or or made redundant. And that that's such a sad state to be in. And as a, as a leader, as a CEO, as a founder, you would, you would, that would just be a burden on me. That would, that would just really break my heart to see, you know, the people that, that have put their trust in me to work, you know, to, to catch the vision that I'm trying to cast to them, you know, and, and come alongside the journey. And, you know yep. to just kind of exist instead of live you know exactly. and it is uh it, it really is kind of a kind of a, a sad state you know to see so many people in but also like you know you mentioned you know crisis brings a time to reflect and adapt i mean that this is this is also a time to to look at you know you said internally you looked at you know how do we do things can we get better internally and externally you know can we yep. how do we onboard people how do we train them how do we you know, um, how do we relate to them better? So, uh, so much. I mean, I, I probably did my did the, the recap of what you just said. I, sp- I took longer than you did. You know, you said it in such a concise manner, but uh, so oh, profound no, 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 in a very no, no, no. short period of time. So
0: absolutely. And I think, yeah, I mean, pe- people have choices, you know, we, we yeah. need to respect that. And, you know, I think it's it's so important that, you know, you you're able to align to, to sort of where they're going. Um, and people are so smart like you know majority of all the people like our customers and our um and our our consultants and and all of our ecosystem that we work with and our partners and so on as well um you know people people don't just they they don't have to make decisions anymore they they've, they've got that that ability to make decisions that are right for them and that needs to be respected and um and listened to and and thought through so um so yeah it's uh it's a brave, uh, it's a brave new place where
1: we need to be. <laughs> sound like a sound like a, a good book title, "Brave New World." That is exactly yes, where yeah, we are. Absolutely, <laughs> that is where we are. So, I uh, I, I want to circle back a little bit on you said you talked about like your clients. I mean, you have such a, in, in the greater scheme of things, such a small handful of clients that you work with at any given time. So you know, you you always hear diversify, you know, make sure that you don't have all your eggs in one basket, you know, make sure you had, you know, on and on and on. And I'm thinking that would almost keep me up at night if I was working with, with that number of clients. And is it, I mean, are you onboarding them mainly through referrals, through word of mouth, or you, is this a really uh, outbound, you know, marketing effort that you're bringing these new clients in or how, I mean, it's such a small number and you probably have a good track record of keeping people in the fold you know, once they become clients, it's not like there's just this high-end churn, you know, that happens all the time. So, how did how did you get to your client base, and how do you maintain that?
0: Yeah, and and it's a great question. So we 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 um we have a good mix actually of uh, existing customers that are, are looking to you know renew or do new projects mm-hmm. and things. So that's probably around about a third. Um, we're getting like a, a, a another third around about sort of some of our marketing activities that we're doing. Yeah. So we offer a um, a free diagnostic um, which you can undertake online. Um, so we have customers that, or potential customers that are that have a need, uh, and that gives them an opportunity to come in and you know kick the tires with us and, and see whether there's some alignment. So that's around about a third, and then a third is often just through our network of uh, of either uh, folks that we've dealt with before that have moved to new roles or introductions through our partners. Uh, mm so so that's it's it's actually a really good mix, and mm-hmm. I think to to your point, um, you know I think it was one of the things that's really important to me is you know we are actually at risk if we've really only got one channel that's working. Um, yeah so again, through our thinking that's that was something that we needed to expand and invest in and and make sure that we got that balance. So at the moment it's it's we're, we're getting a, we're getting a good balance across those channels.
1: but you can you're at your point too that you can provide really. You know, handheld service. You know, white glove service. You at a at a high level, very you know, high touch point, um, very invested. You know, level of service and with a client base that that you couldn't do if you had a thousand. You know, for sure. Yeah,
0: it's it, it's interesting because um, you know we, we're often asked to do things outside of uh, service management domain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can you do testing? Can you do development? Can you help us with project management? Uh, and you know what i i we, we say no because you know we we really do want to specialize just in the things that we're good at i think once we start to um you know go outside of that then our value starts to dilute a little bit yeah so we so it's working for us that we we stay really focused on, on what we're doing um and there was certainly a time and i think pretty sure in, in everybody's kind of startup journey that you you know you kind of pick and prod at different things to see what's going to work mm-hmm. and um, and. You know, my my experience and learning has been: you no, know, you come in and you be very, very clear about what you do do. Yeah. And um, we, I have to say we're not 100 percent there yet, but mm-hmm. uh, certainly as we continue to really refine that, um, you know, it really starts to crystallize that that we're in the right space.
1: See, it's just a good reminder. You know, you jump on rising tide startups, and we help you work through the business strategy. Exactly. You know, <laughs> we we help you process the you know the the next steps in your journey, but. And this has been so good to catch up, Kirk. I, I really appreciate you taking time today and and uh, just sharing kind of the the catch up story that you know the the second chapter of uh, of service management specialists and, and it's uh it is good to good to uh, touch base with you again and just just close this out here. Is there anything that you know we haven't touched on that just you has you know just you would like to wrap us up with and just maybe tell people you know where to find you online?
0: Yeah, sure, sure. So you can certainly um and thank you, uh, Kevin. I think uh, yeah you can definitely catch catch us at uh, linkedin uh, so look for our service management specialists on on linkedin um, as I said before we've got a, a, f- a free diagnostic so if anyone's curious or considering. Um, you know how well their processes are underpinning their organization and or, or how just even you know what what are we actually doing in terms of this. Um, yeah please feel free to reach out to us either through through linkedin or you can just drop us a note at ask specialist.com and we'll send you the link for the diagnostic and uh, you'll get that report um i think yeah just quickly just for me to to finish off with as well kevin just really yeah. wanted to say a big thank you to you in terms of all the great work that you do and um you know two years is gone but but, but you know i think you know the knowledge and the sharing and the experiences that you are you know you're facilitating and bringing to, to everybody is it's just wonderful so it's certainly been helpful for our journey, um, and uh, certainly through your network and who you've been able to introduce me to, I've taken a lot of learning. So um, you're doing some some fantastic work, and just really wanted to say thank you very much for that,
1: Kirk. It is my pleasure. And uh, man, we only we only have people come back here if they really do, uh, you know, kind of kind of uh, personify the DNA of who we are, and that's helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Kirk, thanks again. Have a great weekend.